The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. And we welcome you to the Masculine Journey radio show. That's something that a pastor, I used to go to church, uh, at a church where he said we, when someone joined the church, they said, we welcome you, and everyone said that. So that's kind of cool. We do welcome you to this week's version of the Masculine Journey radio show or episode. On my, Robbie likes to talk about Eves all the time. He's got an Eve for everything, and i got to tell you guys, this is my birthday Eve show here today because I will turn the big 5-9 tomorrow have one year left in the sixth decade until we move into the seventh. So I'm feeling a little old, guys. Bad news for you. When you complete 59, you're yeah. starting your 60th. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you, Jim. And if anyone should know, it would probably be <laughs> Jim Graham right here. I vaguely remember the 50s in both respects. Yeah. So we're glad to have Jim Graham here. We have Jim Barecki with us today. Thank you for being here, Jim. Good to see you again. We have Wayne Dozier. Dozer. Dozier. Dozier. I got it right the it's first time. No one ever gets it right. It's okay. Nobody <laughs> we spells also, it right either. Yeah. We also have Robbie <laughs> Dillmore in the studio, although he's not behind a microphone today, which is kind of unusual because he usually is, but he's just over there lounging right now. And uh, keep keep Robbie in your prayers. A lot of things going on with his family right now, and we certainly ask you to lift up his family in prayers uh, right now as we begin the show. And I'm Dennis Breeden. So we're going to move right into what we've been talking about, guys. For the last few weeks, we've been talking about advanced words from God. This is something that uh, we prayed about and heard about, some of us before the end of 2017, some of us as we entered into 2018, something that uh, John Eldridge talks about a lot uh, with Ransom Heart Ministries. And we have found, I know Robbie has gotten to the point where with his relationship with God where he gets asked for one every day and I think most days you get a uh, an advanced word you know I've been trying that lately and actually a couple of days ago on Sunday morning God gave me a word for the day so I, I said if it works for my brother Robbie I'm going to try it so lay one on me for today and it was great but that kind of leads us to where we are today Wayne with your word which is intimacy yeah, it's, it's interesting, too, how each one of these words has progressed, and we've actually, if you've listened well, you've actually heard the word intimacy in almost every one of those other words. Um, last yeah. week, uh, we ended the show with that one thing from that one clip, um, and the one thing is always God. You know, it's always that relationship with God, that one thing you know, comes down to intimacy with Him. Yeah. And I think uh, I know with my word courage, I've been I've been challenged with that word courage. And uh, one of the things I thought about this week as we were preparing for the show is it takes courage to be intimate. Big Amen. Jim, you have a clip that kind of alludes to that because there's a there's a fear factor involved. I think in this clip, and uh, sometimes with intimacy, we're not uh, so excited about being committed. So share that with us. And this does end up being about being committed to a relationship. Uh, Real quick, this is a great little romantic comedy that most people missed. It's called The Proposal, I think. Sandra Bullock, one of my favorite actresses, and Alaska, one of my favorite places, are both in it, so it appealed to me. But what we have is she is the boss. She's 
there's some words I need, I'd like to use, but I can't on the air, but is a very oppressive boss. And she's got a wimpy assistant. Mm-hmm. And quickly, she's Canadian. She's about to get deported. So she coerces him into marrying her. And they go to Alaska to meet his parents. And then she comes back ready to be deported. And here we are. He comes back into the office. Andrew, why, why are you panting? Because I've been running. Really, from Alaska? I need to talk to you. Yeah, well, I don't have time to talk. I need to catch a 5.45 to Toronto. Margaret. So I need the boxes to go out today. I want to make sure everything is... Margaret, safe. stop talking! i say something. Okay. So just take a sec. Fine, what? Three days ago, I loathed you. I used to dream about you getting hit by a cab or poisoned. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, I told you to stop talking. And we had our little adventure up in Alaska, and things started to change. Things changed when we kissed, and when you told me about your tattoo. Even when you checked me out. Well, I didn't see anything. Yeah, you did. But I didn't realize any of this until I was standing alone in a barn, wifeless. Now... You can imagine my disappointment when it suddenly dawned on me that the woman I love is about to be kicked out of the country. So, Margaret, marry me. Because I'd like to date you. Trust me. You don't really want to be with me. Yes, I do. See, the thing is, there's a reason why I've been alone all this time. Uncomfortable that way, and I think it would just be a lot easier if we forgot everything that happened and I just left. You're right, that would be easier. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, Jim, so I think we got two keys there at the end about uh, a relationship of intimacy, and the key. I'm going to start with one. We'll kick it back to Wayne. The thing that hit me here most was they're scared. And if we are going to do anything important, it's going to be scary. And the most important thing we do is have intimate relationships. Wayne. As I'm listening to it, you know, I'm, I'm identifying with Sandra Bullock actually in this clip. Um, you know, she, she doesn't feel worthy to be loved. How many, how many of us have gone through our life with the shame and the hurt and the pain and, and we don't, how could God love me with the things that are in my past? How could he see past that and see who he wants me to be? Yeah, and those human characteristics and those human uh, agreements maybe that we make with the, with the devil, with the evil ones sometimes that say, I'm not worthy of this relationship. wonder how much that gets Jim into uh, being intimate with God, becoming intimate with God, that, that thought process that we have in our heads sometimes that maybe we were told at one time that we weren't good enough, maybe we were told several times, mm-hmm. you're never good enough for this, and you think if you go to, you know, I know a lot of Christians today, they'll think if I've got, uh, if I'm a good person and uh, I believe in God, then he'll take care of the rest, and they kind of leave out that relationship part with him. So uh, how does that go with us? And, and they're missing so much in that process. Um you know, God is not there to be our um, 
a genie in the bottle, if you will, or rubbing, rub, rub the lamp and give me three, my three wishes, please. Uh, God is more of a relationship with your father. Um, we were talking before the uh, uh, broadcast, and Wayne and I were talking about how, you know, God is not... Too many Christians can't get over that servant-master relationship and get to the father-son relationship because as a servant, you're living in fear of what the master might ask you to do next, which brings in the fear Jim was talking about. Um, Whereas if you're in a father-son relationship, you have faith in your father, and it's more of a comfort of, okay, Dad, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, we'll, we'll do it your way. Yeah. And once you've reached that goal and you find that intimacy where you can sit down and have an honest conversation with God, I think too many of us pray with, well, God, if, if you find it in your time, you know, could you please take care of this for me? If, if you're not too busy rather yeah. than dad, you know, I need some help here. You know, um, please come down and help me, you know? And and I think that's, if you're living your life by a bunch of rules and you're losing that relationship with God, um, you're, you're a miserable Christian living a life of, uh, a bunch of do's and don'ts. Okay. It's that relationship with Christ, that ability to sit down and talk with him. Yeah. And have him answer you, yeah. uh, as uh, some political parties feel as a mental illness nowadays. But have them sit and have God sit down and talk with you and share an advanced word. Yeah. Uh, so Wayne, let's let's go back to that for a minute. We're going to hit on this throughout as we go through the show. You know how how did this come to you from God uh, when He started talking about intimacy for 2018? What what was He saying to you? What's He been talking to you about? He's been talking to me about intimacy for a, a lot longer. Um, uh, that that draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. Um, I, I, after coming out of Teen Challenge, I had this inc- this, this incredible hunger for mm-hmm. more. Um, uh, I've experienced him. I, I've I've heard him. I've seen him, uh, and I just want more. So so I, as I was reading his word, I got into the you know draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you, and. And there's an action there. That, that, it, that there's a requirement on our part to to seek Him. Now, the funny thing about that is, it says that no one comes to the Father unless He draws you. So, even in your desire, it's Him drawing you because He mm-hmm. loves you because He wants that desire. So, it, it led me on on an adventure, it led, and and it's still going. And I I know it's never going to end. That's the that's the best part. Um, yeah, you know, almost to the point where I'm paraphrasing here, but whenever Moses was um, talking to God and God told him to go, but I'm not going to go with you. He's brought me into a place now where I cry out what Moses did, you know, unless you go with me, I'm not going. I don't want to go anywhere without you because um, it's kind of like the disciples said to Jesus, you know, where else will we go? And who else has words like yours? Who else? I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's a relationship. It truly is. Yeah. And uh, any relationship takes uh any relationship takes commitment. It takes time. It takes uh, focus. I mean, Sam has used that word a lot, and Jim said foci last week, if I recall correctly, which I didn't even know was a word. Huh? It's a soft say, foci. Foci. <laughs> foci. 
I tell you what we're going to do. We've, we're coming up on a, on a on a break here. When we come out of that, we want you to listen to a music bumper coming out of that first. We're going to talk about that for just a moment and see if you remember this song. And then the next thing we're going to do is listen to a clip that illustrates maybe how God, how the, how the Trinity really kind of sees us in that intimate relationship and how, how he looks at us through that. So we'll be looking forward to doing that. We're also looking forward to this boot camp that's coming up in April, guys. It's hard to believe that we're almost at the end of February. So the time is now to log on to our website, MasculineJourneyRadio.org, and check out all the information on the boot camp. We have some specials going on that will give you a good price on that. We also have past podcasts. I would encourage you in particular to listen to these podcasts for advanced words. Go back a few weeks and get caught up with us. We're so glad you've joined us. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. So, guys, what's this? I hear about this BOGO continuing for the boot camp. Well, how could we not continue the BOGO? Yeah, but Christmas is over. Everyone else has stopped their BOGOs. Well, it's always the time for giving, Dennis. It's a Masculine Journey Boot Camp BOGO. Buy one, give one free. $199. What an amazing thing that would be to give somebody a gift, and what they really end up getting is their heart back. Coming April 12th through the 15th. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. It's one of the greatest investments I know of. I still get chills hearing that song and that song came out guys in 1970 I can even remember the 45 because the flip single the flip side for Simon and Garfunkel was a song called keep the customer satisfied just to show you that I actually had that 45 and listened (laughs) to it but I remember Jim you were talking about a church out in Charlotte I think where someone sang that song in church and how it related to we think using modern music was actually I was Part of that, when I was in high school, yeah. we had a very progressive uh, minister of music, and he wanted to get contemporary. So yeah. we were singing that and a couple others in, I want to say, I thought it was earlier than that, but in mm. the late 60s, early 70s yeah. in church. And I had a... A, a Presbyterian church. Yeah, no and I was at Main Street Baptist in Kernersville here in the Triad back a few years ago, and my buddy, Pastor Mike Willard, he was doing a sermon series. He asked me to sing that song. And I said, you know, I love that song. I've never sung it in church. And I actually did it. And what the God, message God gave me to start, I said, I want you to close your eyes and listen to this song and imagine God singing this song to you and the feelings that we get. And Wayne, the, the word didn't come of, of intimacy necessarily, 
but it was it was I uh, there was someone that came up to me actually we have another pastor Mike G that's been part of our boot camps before his dad came up to me and his dad was in the Vietnam War back in the late 60s and he came up to me and he said you know I heard that song over and over and over but I never heard it in that way before I never heard it as a song where God is saying to me I will lay me down for you you know I will love you and take care of you and Wayne that's really uh, really part and parcel of that whole intimate relationship with God yeah we were talking about it earlier um, one of the things he's recently told me since giving me this word was this upper room intimacy um, whenever you look at uh, Jesus going to the upper room with uh, the disciples um, it's a place where he brings us into the most intimate of conversations um, you know you see John leaning in on his bosom so close so so full of love for one another and um, even even going into the betrayal um, he goes into telling them about the betrayal and he goes into telling them all these things that are that are going to happen and, and and telling them what they need to do and then showing them an example of what it looks like to serve one another and to love one another yeah um, there's so much there if you'll draw close to them I guess yeah, and we have a we have a clip, Jim. That's that really kind of uh, really kind of addresses that in a in a contemporary way. And there've been some different opinions out there about the shack. We've used some clips from the shack before, but I find this to be a really loving clip that kind of kind of sets up maybe how God views us and the intimacy with us. Have you seen that movie before, The Shack? Yes, I have. Okay, so this is the one about the Trinity, where the guy mm-hmm. where his his daughter's been killed. And she was abducted and killed. So he's taken into this place, and he goes to this beautiful place that was an old shack, but now it's beautiful. And listen to who he meets up with. Mackenzie Allen Phillips. (laughs) My, my, my. Look at you. Not very well, but we can work on that. I've been so looking forward to this, to finally see you face to face. Can I take your coat and that gun? We wouldn't want anyone to get hurt now, would we? I understand it's confusing. We all do. You will do this on your terms and time. How about some introductions? I'm Alusia. I have a lot of names, but that's one of my favorites. Or if you want, you can call me what Nan does. You know Nan? Oh, yes. Very well. You're saying that you're... I am. I am that I am. <laughs> Look at that. Already quoting scripture. You bet my son. Ready to see you, Mac. Your son. Of course. And um Sarah. Sarah who? <laughs> Sarah. It means a breath of wind. All right. 
So, which one of you is? I am. And you have no idea how much I love you. It's okay, baby. Let it go. We all collect things we value, don't we? I collect tears. It's good to meet you guys. I don't know about you guys, but I just get a really warm feeling just listening to that. And I'm thinking that, you know, a lot of us, when we approach an intimate relationship with God, it, it can be a little scary and we can be like, are you going to, you know, when we start these conversations, are you going to point out my shortcomings we had another clip that we had thought about using that we used at boot camps before where jesus is going around with the disciples and he's kind of pointing out in this wimpy voice i mean what they were doing last night like like jim you had a little bit too much wine last night or this and you kind of have your own impressions of maybe what that relationship is going to be and then wayne what i hear there at the end is so valuable to me but because he's saying and i've heard god say that recently you have no idea how much i love you how much I really, truly love you, and you believe it, and that's that's where, to me, that's where that intimacy really becomes. It starts coming from the heart rather than the stuff you got up in your head. Uh, honestly, I believe it because I've experienced it. Um, at Teen Challenge, he showed me uh, in, in Ephesians. Paul tells the the, the 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 Ephesians that he prays that that they would truly experience, like it's something to be experienced. Um, how far, how wide, how deep, how how high. God's love is it's it's undescribable. Um, the, the the word for it is shalom. Um, mm-hmm. It's a peace. It's it's mm-hmm. it's everything lifts off of you. All of the shame, all of the all the baggage, all of the the self doubt, all of that comes off of you. Um, and that's where my desire, my heart goes, is that that others would know that. And, you know, we're listening to this clip, and kind of kind of like Jim was talking about a minute ago. Um, something she said just hit me, and and I, and I had never heard, I never paid paid attention to it before. But she said, "You've met my son," and, and so many people stop right there. Um, like Jim said, so many people stop there and don't realize that Christ not only came to, yes, get us to heaven, but He came to restore that which was lost, that which was lost in the garden. He came to restore the the walk with the Father. He came mm-hmm. to restore mm-hmm. us to the Father. And it's one of the things we do in the boot camps too, right? It's it's that the father talk, um, it's that restoration of, and not everybody comes from a background of a good father, so right. And and, and based on that, I mean, uh, I I kind of when when I was listening to the clip, one of the things that kind of uh, struck me is you know when uh, the the chorus of people says I am, you know God is everywhere in everything. He created all things. And I think we all too often discount, you know, those things around us. People speaking into our lives might be there for a message just from God. It might be a, a divine appointment. And if you're, you know, if you're thinking God doesn't care or, you know, I'm too puny. What does God worry about me for? Am I, you know, little uh, uh, problems with life? God is there. You're not looking for him. But if you take the time, you take that moment and understand that God loves you dearly, you'll see him in everything. You know, you'll see him in the trees, you know, see him, you know, uh, me and my wife uh, spent an intimate moment this weekend uh, along the uh, 
up in Asheville. We decided to get away for a four-day weekend, stayed at bed and breakfast. And we stopped by the side of the road and just listened to a river that was flowing next to the road. And it was quiet and still and almost perfect. Yeah. You know, you can almost hear, you know, the, the Bible tells us the rocks will cry out. Yeah. And Sam talks about Sam talks about nature a lot and seeing God. And I think that's one of the things that we, you know, we, we, we kind of reduce it maybe when we start to, well, it's this prayer time that I have in the morning or something like that. And I see guys out here talking about having a really intimate relationship with God. They're talking back and forth all the time, which is communicating, talking and listening, Jim, which was your word. This is going on throughout the day, throughout their lives in beautiful places and times where things are tough, they just, God is with them and they are always, and that, that to me is like, man, I, I want to continue to move closer to that type of intimacy with God. And one of the things in that clip that you may not even notice, but to me, maybe the most important thing at all, and like you, I love it, but there is an intimate relationship between the Father, Son, and Spirit. And all three are inviting us into that relationship. Yeah. It's not, as you said, just about our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. All three are very important. And I, uh, I'd hopefully we get to this other clip and it looks like we're not going to have enough time to do that, uh, today, but I want to share something with you, uh, right about the time that we were talking about this, John Elbridge in one of his ransom heart devotionals, he wrote this, he said, I tip, I'll tip my hand to one assumption I'm making. I assume that an intimate conversational walk with God is available and is meant to be normal. I'll push that a step further. I assume that if you don't find that kind of relationship with God, your spiritual life will be stunted, and that will handicap the rest of your life. We can't find life without God, and we can't find God if we don't know how to walk intimately with him. How does that speak to what is happening with you, Wayne, and has been happening? Yes, yeah, so um, there's nothing special about us right we're all guys we're you know, everybody listening you're you're a guy um god wants as much he wants us to have as much as we want to have so so i want to encourage everybody to just press in the enemy's going to come at you life's going to come at you you're going to think that you don't have enough time he's he's going to make that time for you he's going to give you the rest that you need but to press into that that, that quiet place with him yeah. to, to freely seek him Approach it with courage, listen to him, and seek an intimate relationship with God. We challenge you to do that. Maybe we'll come back next week and check and see how that's going with you. Thanks for joining us for the Masculine Journey Radio Show. We appreciate it. Again, log on to our website, MasculineJourneyRadio.org, for information on the upcoming boot camp in April, a short time away, and our podcast. Until God be with us, and God be with you, I should say, until we meet again.